I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Thank you for tuning in from all around the nations to this week's what's going to be an extremely special, extremely important episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And of course, I am, as always, I'm very excited about my conversation today. Today, extremely special. So I encourage you, if you can, for the next 30 minutes, just if you're able to, to stop what you're doing and listen, because you're going to receive a testimony today that is so holy, so precious, and so full of hope. Whatever you've been through in your life, nothing's impossible for Jesus. And you're going to really hear that today with through the conversation with my very, very special guest, who is a woman of tremendous courage, tremendous courage, tremendous faith, she's a walking miracle you're going to hear her story it's she's authored the most amazing book called untethered which i have been glued to for the last couple of days it's just beautifully beautifully written and very very moving story it is my joy to welcome into today's conversation with me tj henderson tj welcome thank you liz it's a that's a privilege to be here mm-hmm. I, it's a privilege to have you on, and I want to start by thanking you and honoring you for your courage in actually bringing to the public space your very holy, very traumatic story that is now the Lord is using to transform lives mm-hmm. the world through your ministry and through your book, your book, and just the courage that it's taken for you to do the journey of healing and to be able to begin to speak about what's happened to you and how Jesus has shown up in such an amazing way is just incredible. So thank you. So TJ, can you explain to us just very briefly what actually happened to you, what you have victoriously survived? It literally started in the womb when I was conceived. Um, And from that point, uh, in the in the physical world after I was born, uh, a lot of the trauma started when I was three. Uh, the trafficking and then the not only the, the sexual trafficking um, as a small child, but also trafficking of my mind. They experimented on people like me. And so they would um, use drugs to, to do that. Uh, so that's part of my story. Um, and of course, programming is part of my story, all different kinds of programming. Um, there's a full set of programming when you have developmental trauma. Uh, so so those things would settle in, settle in early. And then those more deliberate, intentional things like that would continue up through ages 12 to 13. And then by that time, they had so much rooted in me that the darkness could send they could send a song, they could send people, they could send a, a circumstance that would trigger me back to the, those places and, and keep me keep me in bondage. When I was reading your book, you were talking about your son, Logan, and that recording that mm-hmm. went all over the world and how just that one Holy Spirit breathed moment in time, mm-hmm. that situation mm-hmm. that just touched lives all over the world began to mm-hmm. open your heart. And that sophisticated defense mechanism that 
that uh, caused you to be able to survive life mm-hmm. then the lord began to touch you and melt away the defense mm-hmm. mechanisms and take you onto a profound healing journey so can we start there tell us what happened yeah. with logan because it's just mm-hmm. amazing it is amazing and i love talking about it you know it was in 2007 uh so that was a day that was a in 2007 was a day on the ranch it was it was just like any other day uh, we were taking care of animals we were we were doing what we do and logan has always had a a very deep uh knowing of god's presence far beyond what i had at that time and he had a way of touching people's hearts you know god had given him that ability to reach out and to speak to people's hearts that they were seeing right where they're at i mean he had that ability since he was little and so this day was a day that you know logan was moved deeply by an incident that happened on the ranch Um, a calf that he had an attachment to was injured and him and his dad were attending to the situation and i will never forget the day that logan came in the door and he was deeply moved. He obviously crying, but his his face was glowing. And um, he said, "Mom, I have to tell you something that God just spoke to me that He told me." And I share in the book that unfortunately I did not stop and listen. And I said, "We we have to get on the road, so hold it, and we'll talk about it then." So he runs downstairs, calls KSBJ out of Houston, Texas. The radio and station. Sh- yes, yeah, the radio okay. station. Yeah, yeah. And he shared with them uh, the message that God had spoke deeply to his heart. And, you know, we went about our life as normal. And as I share in the book, you know, three weeks later, the radio station says and says, we don't know if you know what's happening, but our server has crashed because they can't handle us anymore because 6 million people a day have been trying to listen to the phone call. And this was before social media, you know, so this was through email and the audio that they had posted on their website. And so that was the start of God just blowing us away, blowing us away with his presence, with his goodness, that he was so much bigger than us. And that he could do anything. And we need to know that over the next 15 years. And we would would need to know that he was very near in some very dark times. So he really put a solid foundation under you. Freshly igniting your faith, helping you see his sovereignty before your healing journey. Yeah. then began so it's like the foundation that you stood on was him mm-hmm. as you went forward so mm-hmm. will you tell us what what started to happen see what mm-hmm. you came out of to just give everybody that sort of brief understanding mm-hmm. obviously we don't have hours which really we would need to give this story full credit right because i, I want to honor you know your journey but if you can give us a snapshot of what happened mm-hmm. and then what started to happen as jesus got hold of you yeah Oh, he was so gracious in the process, in my anger and in my frustration. And I'm like, can we not just be done with this already? 
And it would, you know, just a piece at a time, he would, he would unveil. And there was so much frustration in the process because there was so much to deal with. Mm. And we, he would only ask me to take a step at a time and what I was mentally ready to handle. Um, yeah. And there are times I felt I was going to mentally break and I would never recover. Um, wow. So, did you know, he, did memories, memories started to come up, did they? So it, at that point, it, were you aware of what you'd survived? No, oh, I had, wow. I had no recollection at all. I did not even know I had been sexually abused and trafficked by family. I had no memory of that, no recollection other than my mind was fragmented. And so, you know, it's statistically proving that as you get older, when your mind is fragmented, it has less ability to, to hold together. So you can't keep disassociating from all the fragments of you that do hold and know the truth. And so that was starting to happen. You know, the mental break starting to happen, the cellular memory in my body, because um, they had erased so much of my memory with with drugs with programming all those things that my body remembered which is a miraculous way that god has made us because cellular trauma stays cellular trauma until it's acknowledged and processed out and so it you know it would just be be piece by piece and sexual abuse would be the first piece that would would come out how did you begin the journey was this revelation through your relationship with Jesus did you sort of reached out for counseling straight away as your as the memories began to come back piece by piece what happened right mm -hmm. it was it was a it was a process so it yeah. was um you know I started out with Christian Christian counselors first first my pastor and then Christian counselors Christian psychologists um, spent some time with Dan Allender uh, at Recovery Week in Seattle. Mm -hmm. uh, healing the Wounded Heart was a huge piece of truth that God began to use to open my eyes to the truth. Uh, and from there, I started working with a very talented complex trauma counselor, uh, which was really scary <laughs> because... Yeah, because she specialized in working with fragmented people. So she knew in part what I was struggling with. And as she began to name those pieces, it was it was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I um, and so along with that, I also went to, you know, retreats like um, uh, the Eldridge's retreats with mm -hmm. Stacey, Stacey Eldridge and you know, little by little, God would just put me under some kind of spring where people were praying, where people were talking about things that are real. And and it and so it would just really, really slowly unfold so that I did not. Yeah. Uh, because in looking back, I, I would have and I wouldn't have survived it because I had multi layers of, of programming as well. Thank you for your vulnerability. You know, mm -hmm. there 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 are so many people that have been through huge complex trauma and who've been trafficked and who have dissociated and have mm -hmm. body memories and can't make sense of why they're triggering right. and reacting the way they are and don't know where to go and i think that's 
you know, that's one of the things that cut the treasures that you bring to us mm -hmm. through your, your journey, because your mm -hmm. journey is successful and you victoriously overcome immense mm -hmm. trauma, immense cruelty, demonic onslaught because of what was open, you were opened up to. And literally what is impossible for people to fix. The Lord has taken your family and gone, these mm. are my trophies. I am mm. going to redeem them so gloriously that mm -hmm. every single thing, I mean, that's one of the things that's so moving when I was reading your book is nothing has been wasted. You know, the strength of faith that you have is just mm. inspirational. So that's that's one of the things that you is a thread through what you share is how you met the one who mm. is the truth. And the mm -hmm. truth set you free step by step in his gentleness and wisdom. Like you said, he led you slowly. He led you mm -hmm. to the next expert and the next expert that could bring the next piece for you, for your freedom. So obviously mm -hmm. through this process, you have come to know Jesus in a very deep way, in mm -hmm. a way that's profound, I think. And you're, it's like the foundation of you now is unshakable because you know the king. You know mm -hmm. the truth and you know the fruit of knowing the truth, you know, freedom from absolute brokenness. So mm -hmm. will you share with us like some of the truths that the Lord gave you? Because you've gone through such a massive journey of understanding, haven't you? Revelation and understanding. You know, going through the religious motions of going to church and feeling like, okay, I have arrived. <laughs> I'm doing all the things. I'm doing Bible study, attending church, all of which God used to build a foundation in me that I did not have. After he built that foundation, you know, he began to invite me. There was a season into deeper waters of, he would literally through a song, through something he would speak to my heart, will you go with me? And I'm like, yeah. What do, you, what do you mean? And, you know, and then he would just drop these, these words, like, I'm, I'm hedging you in. I'm like, okay, where are you hedging me in from? And I spent months going, Lord, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. And of course he was hedging me in from my family of origin that were continuing to do so much darkness to me. And then, you know, he started inviting me into the battles of the, the waters of warfare and and we would start shallow and I would have to go very very deep so deep enough to the point of okay I've learned about deliverance it's real um mark five has spoke volumes to me that you know the demonic man if he can sit in his right mind before Jesus then certainly I can too and so he would just begin me into those waters ever so gently and then begin to show me that, yeah, we have to go deeper because the demonics that's attached to you is rooted in the programming, which is rooted in very deep trauma. And so then I was ready to start unpacking those deep, deep waters of, of trauma. Um, and they, you know, they didn't only traffic my body, but they also trafficked my mind. It's amazing to me that... Um that Jesus took you in, like he would invite you to go to the next level and reassure your heart, you know, I'm with you. And, and through it, you were, you were learning more about the majesty and the supreme God and the redemptive power of God, that no matter what we've walked through, he's there and he's just redeeming everything and mm -hmm. giving you like in your journey, the capacity clearly every step of the way to go to this next level of awareness 
you know, just mm -hmm. of awareness for them, you to remember what you experienced and then to take you through that process of being healed and set free. Like you said, from, you know, learning about warfare, learning how to untether yourself mm -hmm. from the evil that has gained access through the gate of trauma that you were subjected to is profound and I think that's a whole area in itself that people I think the body of Christ needs to be more equipped in this you know whatever the trauma mm -hmm. people have gone through when the enemy has come in through that doorway how okay. to how to untether ourselves and walk into freedom you know it, it's there's layers to it aren't there it's not just mm -hmm. it's not always straightforward it's a it's a journey of the heart and the Lord carefully guides us through it because mm -hmm. Yeah, the fact that you met him that way, you know, and that your heart is so secure in his sovereignty. So I wanted to ask you, um, for people that, because obviously you now, you know, you minister to other people, you have the the ministry where people can come, leaders can come from any sphere of life, I know, mm -hmm. to get help, get healing, be in a safe mm -hmm confidential space where they're accepted and not judged right. and understood and you you have such a wealth of um revelation knowledge and compassion that you bring to people and then they're obviously able to go forward on a short footing to what god has for them so what would you say when people come to you and they're just overwhelmed and they're bewildered and they know there's something going on and they haven't got a clue where to start where do you start them what would you say is the is the wisest first step Mm -hmm. cry out to Jesus yeah cry out yeah. to Jesus yeah and ask him to show you ask him to take you on the next step whether that's the next whether it's a book whether it's someone to walk with you whether it's um it you know whether you start having dreams I mean Jesus Jesus will do that you know he will allow those things to come to the surface and so things can come to the surface in dreams. Um, pay attention to your body, to your spirit. When he was moving me to the next step, when we were just sitting, I would say we were stuck. We were stuck in a church building. We were stuck in going through the motions of Christianity because we, we didn't know any different. Right. As uh, a family. As a family. Mm -hmm. And the phone call was part of that. Um, but I would sit in church and I would weep. I would have to get up during the service and go to a different room because my spirit was grieving what was trying to come to the surface. And so those emotions, paying attention to those emotions, even paying attention to body sickness and body pain is, is really important. Yeah. He, he has healed me physically of so much as well. Yeah, I think that was one of the other things that really impacted me in the book is your authenticity and your encouragement to people to become really authentic, mm -hmm. to really become aware, like you're saying, of what's going on, like start to listen to yourself, listen to your, mm -hmm. what is your body communicating? So that's what started. That was the beginning for you, wasn't it? It was the body nice. memories, physical manifestations. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. you started to tune in, did you? Mm -hmm. And yet. Yeah, yeah, the other thing that re it really impacted me was the authenticity and then particularly in the church space. So you were in, you were, it, this is how I interpreted it, reading your story it was like you were in church, you were doing, going through the motions, you were living a good Christian life, you know, you mm -hmm. had ticks in all the boxes, 
but you were alone and you know and deep inside there was this crying and this desperation and you know you knew there was something else that was going on there and you it's like you were obviously you had your precious family with you but you were going through it together and it's like and I thought I wonder how many that I wonder how many people are sitting in church Mm -hmm. and again you're a voice of hope for that it's like we've got to stop being religious haven't we get in touch with our authentic Mm -hmm. or in a life what's actually going on pay attention because Jesus wants to heal us he does and and it's coming to my remembrance right now you know what drove me to counseling in the first place was after my children were born I started having um satanic ritual memories come to the surface and and it would be just it would be just a flashback and I had no context for it I had no idea what it was and I felt like dear Jesus if I tell this to anybody and I and I wouldn't tell anybody I didn't tell the pastor I didn't tell the counselor in depth what I was seeing but it scared me so much Mm. and that was the you know, the desperation that drives you to, to, to finding the truth. And Liz, I truly believe there are so many people today that experience so much darkness in their head and in their heart. And the enemy has them convinced that it's of them and they should not, you know, they should try to push that out, but it's in this day and age, if, if you, can find a solid place to press into those things and and go, okay, where is this coming from? Is this coming from inside of me? Is this coming from the outside of me? Is this coming from something I'm listening to, something I've been taught, something that's happened to me? Do I need to remove myself from an environment that is not safe? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's wisdom. When on your journey did you start Mm -hmm. to see massive change in yourself? where you are like, oh man, I'm different. Wow. That must have been an amazing moment. There's been, um, with certain things, there's been a moment, you know, I, in deciding the the title of the book, Becoming Untethered, Mm -hmm. I wanted it to express that it's a process. And I didn't just wake up one day and go, Oh my goodness, I'm better. Right. You know, it was a little by little of, oh wow, I woke up today and I'm not crying for reasons I don't understand. Um, or I can be in the vehicle with my husband and feel God's presence instead of feeling like I'm in there to be trafficked somewhere. Or I can sit through a whole conversation and be present and listen to somebody's heart and be able to use use my mind which they had taken that to. So when I realized in a lot of different situations, I could begin to use my own mind. It's like, oh, wow, I am getting better. And when I could write the book from point A to point B, instead of writing in circles, I was like, oh, I'm getting free from the programming. So it, it, it's come in, it's come in phases Mm-hmm. wow wow mm-hmm. and of course like being just you know obviously in the past where you you know the 
profound coping mechanism of dissociation as you began to integrate so obviously you're Mm -hmm. presenting as a you know I, I know a little bit about dissociation I don't know a huge amount I've obviously had a traumatic background earlier on in my life but nothing compared to what you've walked through so when you're integrated and you begin to be consistent in your expression in who you are now in Christ mm-hmm. that must have been amazing like amazing to <laughs> how you look back and you go oh my gosh uh-huh. you, know, you are victorious yeah it, it is amazing and I my husband and I we had Valentine's supper uh and where we live, we have to drive a ways to do that. Yeah. And we sat down and we were eating and he's like, this is really nice. I'm glad we decided to do this. And I was like, yeah, me too. Thank you for, for taking time. And he said, you know, there's a time we wouldn't have made it here. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, there's so times we started out and we had to turn around. And he was, he was referring to trauma meltdowns to fragmented parts of me coming to the surface and going, "Mm, traveling somewhere in a vehicle with a man is not safe. Mm. Uh, So, you know, even 25 years into my marriage, that was happening. Mm. And I love, I love in the book as well, where you share about how, you know, there's one statement you make and you said, you know, if you couldn't discern correctly, it was in a deliverance session. If you couldn't Mm -hmm. discern correctly, then your therapist would or your husband would. Mm-hmm. And that's so moved me, you know, and how yeah. much, because you've obviously all been hugely affected as a family. You've been in the journey together, really, haven't you, of recovery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and but the fact that he's walked this by your side, you know, yeah. is just amazing. What an amazing man. <laughs> uh, he, tru- he truly is. And, you know, being a rancher, he is, he's persevering, he's faithful, he's, honest as the day is long, which is absolutely what my heart needed. You know, it's been challenging for him to be able to discern, to have understanding my story. Um, And and he struggled with that in the beginning. So I'm not going to paint a picture that it was rosy and that he's like, oh, you've been through this. Okay. I I will walk with you. Uh, You know, there was some measure of bewilderment, um, constant presence yes love yes but I don't understand and when is this going to get better the wealth of experience you bring to other traumatized people is immense I I wanted to ask you would you pray for people um Mm -hmm. that might be you know if any of you guys whatever degree of trauma of suffering unresolved pain inside of you same Jesus there's nothing nothing as you're hearing too difficult for him to reach into and he wants to right he wants to have a relationship he wants to reach these parts in us that um are trapped and isolated and stuck like you said you know like you said just stuck in years ago in the pain you know yeah. that the Lord wants to integrate us that's that's the power of the blood isn't it so I would love you if you would pray for people who are hurting if that is you this is your moment, I believe, for the next touch of Holy Spirit to take you into the next degree of freedom. So would you pray for us, TJ? Yes, I would. Oh, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father God, you are so good. And you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus, I'm reminded often that you said before you left this earth, greater works would we do than you did because you are seated at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus, I believe with all my heart we are in that day and age. So Jesus, right now, who 
ever uh, is listening, I pray that you would shine a light deep into the inside of them, deep into their minds, deep into their hearts, deep into the cellular memory or cellular trauma. And you would begin to stir up uh, healing. You would begin to stir up truth about their stories. Maybe they have forgotten. And Jesus, I commission angelic hosts to go around them now to, to help them, to protect them, to uh, bring help to them or show them the path to take, to be to be restored and to be redeemed. And I just claim what I've been claiming over my family, 1 Peter 5.10, that says, after we have suffered a little while, that you yourself will restore us, that you will heal us, and you will make us firm, strong, and steadfast, Jesus, for all that you want to do in our lives and in the earth right now. You are bringing so much darkness to light, and we praise you. We praise you that you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And we know, King Jesus, that, that we have been invited to rule with you. We thank you so much for covering our sin, transgression, iniquity, and shame. In Jesus' name, amen. There's such a flow of empowerment that comes from you as you're speaking and as you're praying. It just, it like resets. I can feel myself resetting, like strengthening again in the truth of who we are as a new creation, who Jesus is as the one who is our redeemer, our prince of peace, our healer, our deliverer. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he wants us to be that living testimony, right? No matter mm -hmm. what we've gone through, use it for his glory. Is through our friendship with him, our partnership with him. Amazing. So we agree. We agree for your freedom. We agree whatever you have need of today, the Lord is going to meet that need through his riches and glory. And we agree that he will bring people around your life that are safe, that can journey with you, that have the expertise and have the love and who are safe. Amen. Amen. TJ, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and so courageous and for sharing your life with us and we really yeah. appreciate you thank you for the space to share liz yeah god bless and guys the links for where you can get hold of tj will be on the show so you can just click and find her if you want to communicate and get in touch with them so so thank you so much and guys thank you for giving us your your time and i pray you have the most amazing week experiencing jesus in whole new ways god bless and look forward to being with you again next monday Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are gonna be so blessed. Mm -hmm.